Welcome back to the Goddess Collective. I'm so excited you're here. I'm so honored to have you and to indulge in this next conversation with you. Um, I have guest Tammy Zachary. She is a women's empowerment coach, but kind of an all-around badass. You know, I when I first met her, I couldn't help but feel like she just has this magnetism about her that is so just it's just you you in her presence you feel so confident you feel so much like the powerhouse that you truly truly are and so i'm excited for you guys to you know get a sense of how she is and how she be who she be <laughs> i remember when i first met her and got a chance to connect with her i was like i need to understand how you are who you are because who you are is so fierce and i want some of that <laughs> so you're going to get some of that too. I can't wait to um, have you in and see, you know, what you grasp from today's conversation. Um, you know, it's really all about exploring just what real empowerment means, how you truly become your most confident, authentic self, and how you just walk through the world unapologetically. You know, I think one of the coolest things is that she says, I'm 100% confident and I have zero things that I worry about or like are afraid of. Or, you know, and I don't second guess myself, you know, she's just like fully in her power. And I really believe, you know, you are the average of the five people you hang around with, right? I also think that you are the average of all the content that you take in and all of the minds that you learn from. So soak this in, be a sponge, receive her energy and see how you could start playing bigger in your life too. really use this conversation as a tool to think differently for your life. And I think you'll get so much value out of it. So I hope you enjoy it. I will see you in the episode and talk soon. So hi, Tammy, welcome to the show, the goddess collective. Yes. Thanks for having me. Yes. It's so good to have you here. And so for anybody that doesn't know, so Tammy is a mindset career coach, correct? Um, yes. So tell us, tell us a little bit about what you do. You know, I've had the pleasure of knowing you for a little while now. We've done a couple, um, couple of just, I think just really juicy conversations and I knew I had to bring you back, but tell the world, you know, what you do a little bit about how you got into this work and just kind of intro, intro us in. Yes. Awesome. Thank you all for listening. Um, I'm a mindset career coach and I coach women entrepreneurs in their business around clarity, confidence, and consistency. So what got me into coaching is I was not confident. I was not clear on my vision and I was not consistent with everything that I did. And so I have been transforming that for over 10 years in my life because I was a, a real estate agent prior to this and a bartender prior to that. So I love training and developing people to be their best self. And so I was like seeing the results that my clients and friends were having when I was coaching them uh, for free before I even knew that I wanted to do and be a coach. And a lot of my uh, friends were like, why don't you become a coach? And I was like, oh no, that's not who I am. But they're like, look at what I have because of a conversation I had with you. And that sparked a little seed in my thought. And I went to Tony Robbins and I was um, in the seats and I was like, wow, I really love empowering people to be their greatest and best self. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. And I said, I'm a coach. I'm going to become a coach. <laughs> and so I did all the training that I needed to do to become a coach and started my business uh, three years ago. And I love what I do. And I love the results that my clients have because their results are my results. And mm -hmm. we we celebrate every little thing that goes on in their lives, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty and everything. And I just love seeing them get what it is that they want because um, they're clear on it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, I think, um, I think something that I just really love about you and your energy is just, you know, I can just tell even as you've been like transforming and, and coming more and more and more into your, you know, your power, like I can just tell like your content and everything has, has transformed as well. And so I'm just curious if you could just share a little bit about maybe the evolution of, where you were before starting a business to where you are now and just how that's, you know, maybe what has influenced that evolution over time. I know that's a big question, but I just feel like you're, um, you're just such a force. And I just feel like, I just want to know, like, where did this all come from? Like, how are you in this, this place you are now? 
Oh my gosh. Well, what came up for me by you asking that question was when I did my first video, I uh, do tips for Tammy on a Tuesday and I (laughs) giving advice and giving tips. And the first time I was on uh, camera, I recorded myself and I had a ton of sticky notes all on my phone. And I'm like, hi, my name is Tammy. Welcome to tips with Tammy on a Tuesday. (laughs) And it was, I looked at it the other day and I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I great, gave great advice and now I could just like spit it to, to whatever I feel in my heart. So I've started like even just doing, going online and doing uh, Zoom presentations and doing um, speaking engagements. I'm like sweating. I'm hot. I'm like, oh my God, is, am I going to like say something that's going to make a difference? And I, I shake myself out of that because if you don't start with even just doing it and making it look like whatever it's going to look like, and then evolving from that space, now I could just like speak from my heart and be able to do these podcasts and public speaking and host my own podcast and be able to have that confidence. Cause I, I messed it up so many times that I don't, I, now I know where the camera goes. Now I know I don't need sticky notes. Now I know the lighting needs to look good because I did it one time. So who I am now and who I was before has totally evolved by just going out there and doing it and being on the court instead of like on the stands, consuming other people's content and saying, oh my, I wish I could do that. And I just did it. I yeah. did it. I said, I want to make a difference in the world. And so I'm yeah. listening to those thoughts and let's make a difference in the world instead of like, Oh, I can't do it because she looks better than me. Well, someone started from somewhere too. If you look at it, at all the first videos of all these amazing influencers and people who make a difference in the world, I'm sure the lighting sucked. I'm sure that they had double chins. I'm sure that like, they weren't like the best at the best, but they grew from that. So I always tell my clients to go out there, mess it up, fail, fail fast, fail as many times as you can so that you can go ahead and make it your own. Oh, that's beautiful. And I love, I love that there's, I mean, that just speaks to the truth that there's really no better teacher than experience and actually living your life and going for things and trying them. And it just made me remember my own journey with video because it was so cringeworthy and I laugh so hard every time I think about it, but it was just part of the experience. Like you had to start somewhere, you know, nobody's perfect right away. And perfection is even real anyways. But I just remembered there was one time um, <laughs> where I, uh, I, I planned out everything I was going to say via sticky note. And I, it looked sentences, not even just keywords. It was sentences. And I had it stickied all around my computer. And right as I pressed start, my cat like nudged it and all of the sticky notes fell off. And I was started and I said, okay, well, here we go. And it was very cringeworthy, but like you said, it, you know, it had a lot of great advice and it was, you know, the intentions were there and, you know, she just needed to start, but, you know, after a year plus of doing that consistently, it becomes less scary. And now you do things like have a podcast, you know, you just never know where the experience is going to go, but you got to start, right. You have to start the steps and over time that builds, you know, that builds that confidence, but I love that so much. I, I just really think you are, you know, a living, breathing embodiment of that. Um, and something, you know, along those lines, cause when I was, when I was ex- like preparing for this and thinking of having you come on, I was like, I'm talking to the queen of confidence. That's like this weird label that I gave you. Cause I'm like, she's just that, like, she's just this fierce thing. And I actually, I was watching some of your stories and I remember one time I actually wrote this down. You said, um, I have zero fear zero insecurities and a hundred percent confidence. And I was like, we need to make t-shirts. That's amazing. Where, like, tell me how you came into that reality for yourself, because that is a whole other level, even past, I think like just doing things repetitively, building that consistency, or is it that? Well, it, it's, there's a lot of things that I did. I did um, plant medicine. So I did combo bufo. Um, I've done transformational work on myself And it's always me versus me, right? So if I don't go out and do it, I'll never know what is possible. So I go out there and I live in what's possible. So the fears is all made up, like a fear of of messing it up. It's all made up. So instead I make up my fears of I'm going to be a badass. I'm doing whatever it is that I'm going to do. And 
it's perfect the way I say it, the way I am. I'm, I could be sweating. I could be palm. My palms are sweaty right now because yeah. I get nervous when I do conversations about myself. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, like, is this going to make a difference in the world? Am I going to uh-huh. like, what is this? So it's always me versus me. I mean, the, the insecurities are always going to be there. It's just not giving them the power that they, that you think that they are. Like I could say, oh my God, my hair doesn't look good today. Oh my God, I got to get my roots done. Oh my God, my lips is, isn't red enough. Oh my goodness. Like I have a pimple over here. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Who cares? Someone really cares about what you look like besides you. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you have naysayers, great, great engagement. <laughs> the more naysayers and the more positive people you have in your life, they're engaging. Yeah. And don't care what other people think about you because the second that you start caring about what other people think about you, you're going to make that your story. And if it's negative, you're going to take on that energy. And so it's a lot of practice. It's a lot of practice of knowing who you are in the world because you say so. And if you say something different, you're hundred percent, right. If you say you're something's negative, you're hundred percent, right. Or positive either way. You're right. Yeah. Oh, that's so powerful. And, and what I love about that is that it's just this full, it's just, it's it's just like this full ownership of deciding, you know, this is who I want to be. And because of that, this is how I'm going to be. And this is what I'm going to tell myself in order to represent that fully. It's like this full alignment, um, which I just think is, I personally feel like is the key to just true happiness. It's like coming into that. Like I know myself so much. Um, so for you to get to that point though, was there like, would you say there was a turning point or a shift that kind of woke you up? Cause to try think like, obviously there's been so much personal development you've done, but you did mention a few things like Bufo and combo and stuff that I actually am not really familiar with. I don't really know much about that world, but was there a shift that brought you into that deeper work? Yeah. Or was it more of just a curiosity? It, um, I wanted to do ayahuasca and I was living in California and I wanted to do ayahuasca and I just wasn't ready for it yet, I guess, or it just didn't show itself to me. So then my friend said, Hey, why don't we do combo? And I'm like, what is it? And she's like, it's frog medicine and they burn your skin and they give you medicine and you're like transformed in like 20, 30 minutes after, um, it's uh, purging and purging is like almost like throwing up, but you're purging because you fast before. Wow. And so the medicine goes up and down your body and searches for any blockages energetically. And I did it six times. So <laughs> yeah, and it's intense. It is not for everyone. And it really got me, pre- whatever intention it is that you want to create, it, it shows up for you. So the mm-hmm. first time I did it, I was like, I want to be super present. I want to be grounded in reality. And I want to be able to feel my emotions and be authentic where I'm being inauthentic. Mm-hmm. The next day after doing the, the journey of, of purging, my thoughts were so beautiful. I could smell them, taste them, feel them. And I'm like, this is what this medicine did. What? I want to feel like this all the time. And you can go to that moment. You don't have to do frog medicine to go back to that moment. It just helped me energetically clear blocks that I didn't know that were there. And it, it helped me with my traumas when we were, when I was a child. And I was able to face those fears head on because what combo really is, it's medicine. And in the Amazonian uh, jungle, the hunters used to um, put little gates on their body, like burn their top layer of their skin. And they put the frog medicine on there and then they do the purge and then they go out and hunt for their village. So there's no fear. So when you're out to go kill an animal that you need to feed your village and it's scary, the animal may eat you. So it takes away your fears. It really takes away your fears because the fears are made up in our head of uh, things that happened in our past, our insecurities, our survival mechanism. And so we don't take action because we made up this fear of like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Oh my God, this isn't going to look good. Like something's going to happen. Bad, bad, bad. And then you don't take any action on things. So having that medicine really helps me like get out of my head and into my heart and into my body. And so every time it's been different. So it's, it's, it's not for everyone. And if you want to look on it, definitely look up combo. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. And honestly, a great place to start, I think is your Instagram, because I I saw your, um, one of your highlights about it. 
Um, and I, I just quickly glanced because I was like, I don't, I want to chat with her about this more, maybe even off this podcast. But, um, but no, it's, it's interesting how the more that I personally dive into this personal development world and connect with people like yourself and, and others who are just diving deeper in their own journeys, the different tools and resources that are available. You know, I think for a really long time, um, before I was ever part of this world or, or diving deep as a coach, I felt so alone. And I always felt like I was trying to so hard to figure things out. And the moment I started understanding the resources available to me, it let me feel safe and it let me feel like, oh, you know, maybe there's options out there that, you know, a lot of people aren't talking about. So I think one of the beautiful things about this world or just listening to conversations like you and I are having is that you get an, it's almost like the door opens for the possibilities of how you can do the journey not so alone or how you can just understand yourself deeper, um, in a safer way, if that makes sense. Like, I, I don't know. I just love conversations like this because, you know, until honestly you, I don't think I ever even heard of combo or like other like medicine, you know, medicinal like practices, like healing ceremonies and things, um, in this way. So uh, it's just been fun to even learn about it through conversations and, and connecting with people, um, in the space too, which is why I think it's so important to not only allow yourself to go down that journey and connect with people, but, you know, working with coaches, it really opens doors that you didn't even know were there. Um, but yeah, that's a whole, I know that's a whole other conversation, but, um, another thing I wanted to touch on that you mentioned that I thought was really great is that you really, it sounds like this journey, you you more like, even though you didn't necessarily know where it was all going, you had an intention. You were like, this is what I, you know, this is where, what I'm going in with. This is what I, you know, this is what I'm doing for myself. Here's my why. And then you lent, you leaned into trust on that. And I feel like so many people are not allowing themselves to fully um, do that because they're not even setting those intentions. You know, they're just kind of going blind and hoping for the best, but you don't necessarily have to know where you're going, right? As long as you, as long as you, you trust that where you are right now is, is where you're meant to be, you know, and yeah. you're like, Hey, is that my intention? That makes sense. Yeah. I always, I, I was, I was taught this and it's so great that you say like coaches, like my coaches have taught me this. I have several coaches. I've had several wow. coaches for over a decade now and one of my coaches taught me to distinguish what intention is versus mechanism. So if you want to walk across the street, if I say get across the street, Jesse, how would you get across the street? You can walk, you can jump, you can run, you could do cartwheels. There's a million ways to get across the street. <laughs> and your intention is to get across the street. So a lot of people get stuck with the mechanism of things. Like, how am I going to get across the street? And if you keep worrying about that, how you will never get across the street. I promise you, because you will be stuck on the other side with the chicken across the road, yeah. across the road. And so I'm like, everyone set intentions for everything that you do. Set your intention before you go to bed, set your intention before you do anything. And because all those fears are like, I'm just using this as like a um, analogy, like they're all like here because they're all in your brain. And when it's, it's, it's not here, the fears and securities are not here, but we make yeah. that real because we're like, Oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to do this right. I don't know if it's going to look good. And so setting that intention, when you stand in what's that intention for yourself, like I, during combo, I stood in that intention of being present and being able to be authentic where I'm being inauthentic. And I was like, I could taste it, feel it. Like I was becoming my intention. Mm -hmm. And so none of that fear and insecurities was anywhere near me. So, and when you want to do anything, anybody listening to this and everybody who's listening to this, set an intention before you do anything in life and you'll get there faster, quicker with ease and grace and trusting yourself that you know that your intention is your intention because you're the boss, you're the author of your life. You create your own life in your own reality. Uh, ooh, see, it's already so juicy. Um, and really quick, I wanted to say too, I really believe that fear, and this is what I tell my clients, is that fear is just a story that you're telling yourself about something that hasn't happened yet, but basing it on your past experiences that you do have familiar, you know, familiarity with. So being able to just set in the intention, uh, sit in the intention of, I understand that and I'm choosing to believe something different. I'm choosing to let go of the past so it doesn't come into my future and then moving forward, 
you know, more confident in the self and choosing and like replacing that, what you think is true, replacing it with something else that feels more empowering um, and say, okay, I know that, but what could I also believe? What could I also choose to know instead? So yeah, a lot of the same things, but I, um, I'm curious. So I wasn't necessarily going to go here, but I do feel like you chat about manifesting a lot. And I know that we're both manifesting generators. So I was like, okay, we have so much to talk about on this subject. But do you think with all of this, you know, what you were saying, intentions, setting those is what's going to allow you to go further faster. Do you think that's part of the manifesting in, that you've been doing in your life? Or um, is it maybe a different approach or a different way that you go about that? Yeah. Um, well, one, I, I speak I'm a Christian and I speak to God all the time and I have a relationship with God and it's like a direct line straight to him. And I go ahead and I say what I want and what is it that's going to make it like my life better through his eyes and trusting and believing and having faith in him is helped me manifest so much faster because I could be living in this fear and this trauma of why didn't my life turn out the way it should have turned out and all of these bad things that happened to me. And I'm looking at life instead of looking at life as it happening to me, I'm looking at life happening for me. Um, I I'll tell you, I was homeless for three months and I was living with my ex-boyfriend and he's like, listen, I don't want to be in a relationship anymore. I was like, wait a second. I went ahead and I moved in with you and all my stuff is like, I donated all my stuff. And now I'm don't have a house to live in. So I went ahead. I was sad. I was depressed. I broken up heart, like heartbroken, grieving the loss of a relationship and I was living on my girlfriend's couches out of a suitcase, not having a home for my mail, not having anything. And I was starting my coaching business. I chose coaching as a career. And I'm like, how can I make a difference in women's lives when I'm homeless in like, I don't have anywhere besides a laptop. So I said, you know what? Wi-Fi in a dream. I'm going to create my coaching business Ooh. no matter what. And I have no home, no car, no keys to anybody's apartment besides my girlfriends. And I had a big old suitcase and just slugging it around wherever I could find Wi-Fi. And I'm like, I'm going to do this. And through the faith of having God on my side and saying, this is what's happening for me. It made me stronger. It made me realize like, you know what? I could do anything because I have nothing. I have like nothing. I have no boyfriend. I have no, no relationship. I have no money coming in. And then I chose my career and I had faith in it and manifesting. Like, I mean, that's just one of many, many, many stories that it happened. I manifested my dog. I manifested this apartment living here in Tampa, Florida. I manifest everything because I trust God. I trust myself and I trust in what I'm creating will come true in the divine timing. And it will look like the way it looked. I mean, I manifested this beautiful little puppy, which is sleeping out there in the living room. Luna Rose. Luna Rose. And I was like, I'm going to find a dog that is going to pick me. And I went to the Kentucky Derby showing in Ocala, Florida. And this little dog just went ahead and picked me. Like I have the video of me just like going up to this woman in this puppy. She had a cart of puppies. And I was like, all these puppies. Oh my God. I love puppies. And I picked up this one puppy. Um, after she bit me, I was like, Oh, can I pick her up? And I picked her up and I was like, Oh my goodness, this baby is so freaking cute. And then I just kept hugging it. And my roommate was with me and she was taking video and pictures. And I was like, I can't put this dog down. I was like, this is my dog. Like I like, and then I was like, she's like, Oh, they're for sale. I was like, wait, what? They're, they're for sale. She's like, yeah, we have to get the puppies because we have a new litter coming in. And I was like, sold. Oh my gosh. It's mine. I feel amazing. I feel loved. I feel caring. I feel this is, she picked me like, because I said so. And I try, and I mean, I've been seeing puppies for the last five years since I lost my other dog. So I was like, this was the perfect timing. And I trusted and had faith. And now she's, I've had her for less than a week and she has 25 different toys everywhere. And she's just (laughs) rotten. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, you know, I think it is important. I love that you started here too, where you're saying, you know, I am, you know, I do, I have a religion, like I am religious. And what I think is really important and something that I'm really aiming to do on this platform and this podcast is to share with people how not 
out of connection it is manifesting and believing in, you know, a higher power. I really believe it is all connected. And I think that for a very long time, you know, women and the true power of, of the sense, like being a feminine being like how, and I know that we're all masculine and feminine. So that's a whole other conversation, but I just mean like as a woman, there's so much power that we have that has been suppressed and, and suffered so long made to look like, you know, we're lesser than given less rights and all these things. And when, when that's been happening for so, 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 so long, it's been like a brainwash. I really believe it's been a brainwash that makes women feel like to want more is crazy. And we feel all this buildup, right? It's like, we can feel there's more. So many women, all of the clients I work with, it's because they feel there's more and they want help bringing it out. That is so normal. And I, so I, I really feel like manifesting is just the way we're actually supposed to live. And I know that sounds a little bit crazy for some people, but I really think it's just, it's just like anything else. It's just a skill that you learn. And once you learn it, you feel so powerful and you're like, oh, I know how to create. Creating is actually what I'm supposed to do because life is supposed to be an expansion. You're supposed to enjoy the expansion. You're just always supposed to be expanded, I really believe. And you're supposed to explore and feel what that really means. So I think honestly, it's so related. Like, I think you're, you're kind of meant to believe in a higher power so that you can receive the abundance that you're aiming to create. You're meant to create in this world. So I think they're really interconnected. And I love that you started there to show people that it doesn't mean that it's manifesting isn't this like scary woo woo thing, you know, it's actually a natural way of being. So I'm curious on your thoughts there. Um, or if you have anything to add on that, because I don't always share that with people so often because I do get some weird looks when I say, I think manifesting is just normal. (laughs) it's super normal and in the bible says don't worry and give your worries to god like it really says that Mm -hmm. and when you really believe that and have true solid faith in your practice it's practice listen sometimes i'm like god i don't really like you right now because i do not like where i'm at right now and that's just me being scared and it's okay to say that and it's okay to feel those feelings because i'm human i'm not like a robot walking the earth where everything falls because I say so. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's beautiful. I took a communication course in landmark and I got that. Like when I say chair, chair can fall out because I say so, because I totally fully believe in myself and it all starts with belief, belief in God, belief in yourself, belief that it's going to happen. And when I say chair, it's really funny. Like, I'm like, I'm going to get a dog today. Like, and it was, it was like dog galore in this derby outside. It was like gorgeous dogs, gorgeous dogs. I could have been anywhere in the world. And I happened to just be right there. And I felt it. And I was like, Whoa, okay. I'm like, I'm going to get a dog today. And my room is like, oh, that'd be so cute. Right. And I'm like, no, I really feel it. Like, I really feel like I'm going to get a dog today. Like, I don't know why it was either a man or a dog, Like, but I got a dog instead. <laughs> And it's really being able to choose. You could choose to be happy or you can choose to be sad. And some people get stuck in that like low vibe, low hanging fruit of like, why me? Why don't I have what I have? And comparing myself to someone else instead of like, you know what? No, this is how it's going to go. And this is how I'm going to take this road because I have no fear. I have no insecurities. I have no, I have nothing hiding from me. Like limiting beliefs. People make those things real. And I say, just change the story. Yeah. Acknowledge the old belief of like, okay, because it's like our younger, it's really your 12 year old self. You're throwing a tantrum and I'm 40 years old throwing my 12 year old self at 40 is throwing the tantrum of like, I can't have what I want because my mommy took away a toy from me and she, (laughs) I made it mean that I'm uh, worthless and I And I'm like, no, I acknowledge a little girl and I do that shadow work that we spoke about for the call and it's that shadow that we're able to see and reflect ourselves and be able to like hold ourselves and love ourselves and be like, you know what? It's going to be okay. And so from that space, you have nothing, you have nothing because you already acknowledge those limiting beliefs, those blind spots, those things that are holding you back. And then from the space of nothing, you can create anything anything and everything that you want, you can have. It's believing in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's so much goodness here. And and really quick, something I really believe too, is like beliefs, beliefs are just thoughts we've been thinking over and over and over again, and they can change anytime you want. That's literally all that it is. 
And if you're feeling like you want to believe in something, but you're having a hard time believing it, I think something powerful to do is say, I believe that I can get there. I believe in myself that I can believe this eventually. <laughs> and like say, say something you believe until, you know, you work your way up. It's, a, it's all a skill, but you just have to set that intention and that desire and then allow yourself with grace to move towards it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all practice, practice right? I think, yeah, I think part of that, like that tantrum that I, like our ego throws when we try to just move into a higher space is it's just coming from this like idea, this perfectionism ideal. Like, oh, the day I get the tool, the day I get the knowledge is the day that I know how to use it. It's like, why are, where did this come from? <laughs> and I only speak about that from experience and having to wake up and realize, whoa, I have too high of expectations of how much I'm supposed to fully be able to embody something the moment that I learn about it. It's like, wait a second, slow down. What's the fun in that? <laughs> also, what's the fun in that? Like, give yourself time to really, really get it. You know, and then when you when you go through that, you can, you know, teach it and you can embody it and you can really enjoy it. And people can like, you can give people a process for how you got it, right? So there, there's a reason it has a gestation period. But anyways, um, since we're here, can you talk to us a little bit about like the, you said, what did you call the empty space, the dark space? I know we talked about shadow. Oh, like the dark space and the shadow yeah. to like show up. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of activations personally, um, just with other like healers and things that I work with. And it's been really like the, the upheaval of my, of the shadow side has been real intense for the last month and a half. So it's been a lot and I'm really coming into a new place, which feels great, but I love what you just said of, and I want to quote you correctly, but you said you can't, you can create, what do you say? You can create anything from that empty space. That dark space. Can you explain a little bit more what you mean on that? So we have uh, blind spots, and from these blind spots, you can see my blind spots, Mm -hmm. and I can see your blind spots. So when, if I don't discover my own blind spots, which could be a limiting belief, it could be I'm not worthy enough, or I don't have enough money, or I'm, I'm not that great enough. I'm not that great of a badass. And so that's limiting me. And these thoughts come from a child-based conversation because it already happened in the past and you're carrying it on over and over and over and over again. So when I discover them, now my blind spots go like this, and this is my shadow. And this is what shows up and it's ugly and it's nasty and it's Thinks because the more of the onion that you keep your your life is like an onion and the more you start doing the inner work the inner healing of what is stopping you in life it starts to sink more and more in the middle of that onion it reeks you'll start crying you get sad like it's it's not cute and transformation is not pretty it is tears and letting go and and releasing and acknowledging and loving and caring and letting that that shadow that's stopping you, whatever shows up for you, shadow could look like different things to different people. And it could be a limiting belief and, and things that pop up. And you're just like, wait a second. Now I have a choice. I can continue to be this little ego, 12 year old tantrum shadow that keeps following me around over and over and over and over again, or I can acknowledge it and let it go. And so then there's nothing in this space because you've already let it go. You're like, okay, great. Now what? I'm not this. I don't believe in myself. Nothing works out because I say so like my life sucks. The world is crazy. Everything, everything that's going on around us. And that's your perception in life. So when you're looking at that shadow, that's your perception and that's your block. That's your limiting belief. And that's how you're perceiving your reality in life. So the work, everyone's like, what do you mean by do the work? I'm like, do the work. Like, do you want to keep telling that story to yourself? Do you want to keep that shadow around? Do you want to keep that 12 year old throwing a tantrum at all times? Do you want to have those blind spots just keep blinding you and you don't see them? Or do you want to do the work of like, Oh, okay. I got to thank you, forgive you, be grateful that you showed up and showed yourself and okay, now what? And now it's nothing. And that's where the fun begins. Yeah. Now the fun begins from the nothing space because now you create anything. And if you create from what's possible, like I'm going to create a multi million dollar business, I'm scared as, as heck. 
I don't know where to start. What am I thinking? I'm fearful from success. I, I, I'm fearful from failing. I'm feeling like all these little things start showing up because you created a bigger possibility that's not even in your realm. And so all of these things will start coming up over and over and over again, because you're leveling up mm-hmm. and then you just see those stepping stones. They don't go away. They just get quieter and quieter and quieter. And then now your new conversation is like, I'm a multimillionaire and I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to become that right now and do whatever it takes. So people, places, things, opportunities come knocking on your door because you attract it and you're being attracted and people are coming to you. Instead of you sitting there like, my life sucks. You're right. Your life sucks. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I love, I love that you also brought up, you're like, okay, well, the, when you do decide that you said, do the work, you get presented with a choice. You see it. And then it's like, okay, well, do I continue being this or do I let it go? And the beautiful thing is you get to let it go. <laughs> you know, you get to say, this isn't me anymore. And one thing I found is that that is really empowering, right? That moment of like, wow, I see it. I see this thing that's been in my way. And it usually follows a very decided, powerful question. Like, I don't know, like, oh, I'm so, why does this keep happening? Like this specific thing, like, what can I do? And you take ownership. The time I've gotten the most clarity in my shadow work is when I fully own that I created it. I'm not saying, why is this happening to me? Or, you know, like, like, why do they do that? I'm like, what am I doing that's perpetuating this pattern? And I'm asking a very specific question around how can I change the narrative in my life around something that I've created? And so when I get into that ownership phase is when I get the most clear answers coming through my shadow work. But then another thing I found is that when you decide, you know, that you're like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm not going to be this anymore. I'm ready to move on into a more empowered state. And thank you for showing me so I can release it because that's also the responsibility you take, right? Is you get to reap the reward. One thing I've noticed is that every single time I face something and I experience, I'm like, okay, that's the truth of what it is. I'm ready to let it go. I get, now I see it as an opportunity to put into practice the, what I'm learning. So without fail, another experience pretty soon after comes through that I get the opportunity to practice and like, you know, move through it in a more empowered way. So it's like that thing still shows up, but it's like, wait, but then you see it different. You see it with new eyes and it's like, wait. I'm going to move through this different. Like um, an example would be like, I had experienced um, like shadow work around like this uh, fear of being abandoned in relationships. That was my most probably recent one about a month ago or not most recent, but about a month ago. And, and uh, I was able to like release a lot of that, had a really great conversation. And then there was something else that like triggered me that nothing he did personally. It was just something that I took personally that I didn't realize was still lingering. And I realized, oh my gosh, this is that fear of abandonment coming up. So what did I do instead of reacting how I did previously, I was able to have a mature conversation and say, Hey, I think this is something that I was like, I don't want you to do anything. I just need you to know. And then have I experienced that ever again? Absolutely not. But it was just being able to see it with open eyes. And you know what? Now my relationship is even better than it's ever been. So it's just one example, but I just want people to know that the shadow work, part of the work is experiencing the opportunity to then put your new knowledge into practice, which is why I think having, you know, I always come back to this, but having coaches along the journey can help guide you to know that that's like, what's happening is you're on the right route. It's just practice. It's just really getting that so solid in yourself that you can be done with it. So, um, so yeah, so but I'm curious, um, unless you had anything else to say on that topic, because I know that's really only scratching the surface of shadow work and, and diving deep in that way. Yeah, I'll just add this. Um, I took a course through Landmark. It was a leadership seven-month yeah. course. And it was, of course, uh, um, a weekend of cause in the matter. And I'm like, what's cause in the matter? It's you're responsible, 100% responsible for how your life is. I threw a tantrum. I was like, no, it's my mother's fault. No, it's my business partner's fault. No, it's my ex-boyfriend's fault. No, it's my, I blamed everybody, but this one I'm Miss Perfect. Everything is Miss Perfect. I make everyone laugh. I look pretty. I make everything look great. And I'm happy when in fact I'm sad. I'm lonely. I'm not making enough money. My business I'm making, I was a real estate agent at this time when I was doing this work and I was like, oh my gosh, 
I'm responsible for me not having any money. I'm responsible for me being lonely. I'm responsible for all of that. But if you would have told me, if I never took this course, I would still be walking the earth like my shit didn't stink. And I'd be like, oh my God. And then I really took ownership and responsibility and really causing everything that matters to me. So it was a distinction, super, super, super difficult. Even that's a story. It was super transformative for me to go through. And I was like, whoa, okay. Now I get to create what I want. Is that what you're saying? They're like anything that you want. And I was like, oh, so I want my life like this. Now you're responsible for this or that. Which one do you want? Choose. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And it just took a lot for me to like digest it. Cause no one's ever taught me that no one's ever told me that. And it's not taught. So having a coach is super, super important because they listen to me bigger than I listen to myself. I'm willing to put in the work. I may hide. I may avoid. I may disappear and I show up and those things still happen in my mind and in my, in my conversation with myself, like, I don't want to do this. It's too much. Oh my God. And then that's a fear. And then transforming that and practicing it's practice. If you're not practicing it, you're going to stay stuck and it's okay that you're stuck you just chose stuck over expanding and growing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I love what you said too, of how really coaches are, are able to think and dream way bigger than, than so many are ever allowing themselves to go. So I just love, um, I love that because then it, it kind of shows you, yeah, it just shows you the possibilities and, and kind of yeah, it just has you seeing the world and your place in it different. Um, yeah. But speaking of going into bigger possibilities, and you said you're, um, you know, you're building towards, you know, creating this multi-million dollar business, which is, yeah, scary as hell, but so exciting at the same time, like you're doing it. So what are, I'm curious on like your, your rituals right now, like your maybe morning or evening rituals or just daily rituals and, and non-negotiables to be at that higher level place within yourself that can attract um, that level of, and I don't even want to say success because I know success is more than money, but that level of achievement. Yeah. I, well, there's beautiful rituals that I do one when I'm feeling like I'm feeling anxious or sad or something happened where it affected me and I reacted to something, I clean it up. Mm-hmm. So I I had a call the other day with somebody and he reacted to some, he got triggered by something he said. And I said, we need to talk. Like there was something left in the space because I I said no to you. And he, he got triggered and he's like, I got to go click. And I was like, wait a second, like cleaning that up. And I clean up messes in my life. I clean up integrity. I love doing an integrity list. I tell my clients to do an integrity because without integrity, nothing works. Nothing will work. So what integrity is, is saying what you're going to do, doing what you, what you say you're going to do to yourself and into the world. And there's a little bit more about that. And what it's doing, it's not a task kind of thing. It's the words that you say to yourself and honoring those words. And when you honor yourself, things change, things transform, things come into your life. So a ritual that I do is getting communication with people where I need to clean things up, do an integrity list where it's like, all right, I got to do my taxes. I didn't do my taxes for five years. And I did it while I was sailing across the Atlantic ocean. And I had it that like, oh my God. And I did five years of taxes sailing the Atlantic ocean for three weeks to BVIs. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm such a failure, all these things. And I was just like, no, I went through a divorce. I'm sad. I was my husband, my husband at the time took care of all that stuff for me. So no, I did it and it's fine. And I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but for five years, I was beating myself up about it. And so writing that integrity list is to give yourself power and to really look at your life of where things are not working as well as you want them to, or not working at all. Um, Another ritual that I do is when I'm feeling a certain way towards somebody where I'm just like, I really hate this person. I really don't like this person. Like a family member really pissed me off. And I'm like, you know what? I don't ever want to speak to them ever again, even though they're my family. I'm like, no, I give forgiveness to them and myself. So I do honopono, honopono. Yeah. 
I love you. Thank you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I love you. I thank you. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. And I let that really sit with me. I forgive. I don't forget what they did. I'm not saying what they did was right or wrong or good or bad. What I'm saying is forgive yourself, forgive them. And so you're not energy. Your energy isn't going towards that hate, that anger, that pissed offness. And those are my rituals that I do that I do for myself. My clients do these and they don't want to do it. I don't want to do it either. I'd rather just sit in my own shit and be like, I want to be pissed at the world right now. And then everything around me is turmoil, tornadoes. Like everything is like mayday, mayday, red lights, red lights going off. Like nothing's working. I'm like, Oh, okay. Let me, let me, let me do the work that I need to do for myself because I do the work. So my clients do the work and the world becomes a better place. Mm -hmm. So those are, those are some of the rituals that I do um, so that I can become a, a better person in this world every single day, every single moment. Sometimes I just want to sit on my bed and do absolutely nothing and scroll dog videos all day long and do nothing. And that's okay. too. And then the next morning, I'm like, you know what? All right. I got a business to run. I got, I got people to make a difference with. I got to call my clients. I got to be in communication, clean this up, make integrity list, do gratitude. Gratitude is a very powerful. There's it's forgiveness is first. If you want power real fast, do a forgiveness, honopono, honopono. Look on YouTube and find a seven-minute meditation. Then it's gratitude. Gratitude is the second highest power of energy that you can give off. So everyone thinks it's like gratitude and then forgiveness. I was like, no, forgive, then gratitude. Those are the highest frequencies that you could operate in. Yeah. And forgiveness is also, it's like, I think a more empowering word even than love. Because that's at the core of it. So yeah. I believe it. I really think you're you're on to a lot <laughs> right there. Yeah. I've done a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um, yeah, this is this is beautiful. And you know, I, it's so funny because my my first thoughts were like, oh, like I wonder what like you know, grounding practices she does or whatever. But this is so like I'm I know you do that too. Like I'm I'm sure like different meditations and themes and, and breath work and all kinds of stuff. But um, I love that you're like, no, I'm really deciding who I be. Like, how do I choose to be as a human? And, and how do I choose to make others feel, you know, in their presence, like, or when they're in my presence, you know? And so I think that's really, really powerful. Um, and so I appreciate you just, you know, being so open on that and, and sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah. And I would love to know too, who are some of the people that you, um, you, just, I don't even want to say like, who are your role models, but who are the people that you learn from right now or any, any people that you're taking in their content more and just really absorbing, um, you know, their wisdom. Yeah. I love Gabby Bernstein. I love everything that she puts out her cards that she has in the morning. Like she's, she pulls cards for people. Her books are amazing. Um, just listening and watching her Instagrams, um, Instagrams, Instagram. (laughs) Um, that's who I'm listening to. I have, um, several coaches that I I aspire to be because I'm just like, wow, you guys are like rock stars. My coach, Emma, my coach, Ryan, uh, my new coach, Vanessa, um, all my coaches that I, I listen to are, uh, I go to landmark. So I get a ton of coaching and I listen to like myself. I listen to like what I'm doing in life and wh- who I get to become in the world. And so I look at my own stuff a lot and be like, how can I better this? How can I do something good? And, and then I get inspiration from other people. And, but like, who do I really listen to right now? I'm listening to a podcast, Your Wish is Your Command by Kevin Trudeau. Oh, uh, yes. Have you heard of it? Yes. That's like the 14, I saw it. It was like a 14 hour thing. I remember on YouTube. Yeah. And it's also on Spotify. I'll send you the Spotify link. Yeah, please do. Yeah. I've been listening to him for a long time. He got me out of being homeless. Like I really owe that podcast like that, that I'm going to rewrite his name down. Cause ever since I listened to that, I was like, Whoa, there's so much that kind of opened my eyes to a lot. Um, and then listening to it multiple times will definitely like It'll change your life. Um, I'm I'm so glad you brought this up. Oh my God, I'm writing him down. I'll send you the link too so you can have it and share it with all my clients get this good stuff. Like I'm like, 
Wow. We're not going, I'm not giving you another resource until we do this and complete this work. Cause I'm not going to over bombard you with a thousand things that yeah. I've been through that's helped me. It may not even help you. And the other day, it's like what I listen for, what my clients really need and deliver yeah. what, that's what they need, like what, what, what's needed for them. You know, yeah. they mean like the last day of my, my contract with them, you know, and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. But we had to go through all this work for them to even listen to what this man was saying. And it's so true. And I just, I, I love it. I love your wishes, your commands. Um, what else am I listening to? I'm doing um, bioresonance right now. So this is a resource of mine. Yeah, I'm doing bioresonance where it works on my frequencies, on my subconscious mind. Well, my my healer, um, he's a, um, his name's Alexander. He's like, oh no, it's your super conscious mind. And so he's unlocking me energetically through, um, through this machine that works on a quantum level. So, and the reason I am able to like learn all these things and, 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 and be around this type of information is because I've done the work. If you're not going to do the work, these people, this was just uh, this all, everything's done through referral with me. My clients have done through referral. I barely, I, I barely do any marketing and people just come to me and it's like, I want to work with you. I want to work with you. My energy is fire. <laughs> it, it is. Why do you think I've wanted to chat with you so many times? I'm like, you, there's something so you are magnetic. Yeah. Or like definition of magnetic, because I just get a sense, like just how I see you. It's like, you know yourself so well and are just a powerhouse who really, I mean, you really are a lighthouse. Like you just want to shine on everybody and help everybody come into their light too. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that that's, you know, that's the business model. <laughs> I'm a beacon of light, a disruptor yeah. and a magnet. It's really because I want to help as many people as I possibly can. And they're not, and not everybody is for me, you know, and I get that and it's totally fine. And I'm not here to please everybody because I'm only looking for the people who want to be like led in that direction and be guided yeah. in that direction. You know, some ships want to sink. Sayonara, you're not my people. And that's totally fine. Because I used to be like, I want to help out the entire universe of the world. And then I was getting drained and small because I was listening to all the near naysayers for for my whole life. Like, oh, you're not good enough. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. And then I was like, wait a second. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let me put some funk into it. I'm going to go create my own stuff. And then you guys just watch. How about that? Yes. I turned it around. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I love that. I feel like for me too, like when I finally just, just, uh, just became more of my own person and I just released the need to please people. It was like, people just started coming out of left field. Like, Oh, could you help? Like, I would love to chat with you about your services. Like stuff just started coming to me and not that I wasn't doing the work, right? Like I was like, I'm still doing the things every day that feel good. It's all about alignment. And if it doesn't feel good, I love this. Is what you told me too. You're like, if it doesn't feel good, I don't do it. <laughs> it ain't fun. Don't count me. Yeah. Like I get goosebumps talking about it. If it ain't fun, because it's so Same. true. I have literally had chills this entire conversation. Cause I'm like, this is so on point. This is so real. This is so good. So yeah, I feel it. But you know, when you start operating under that and you're like, I just don't give a fuck anymore. And you're like, I'm just going to do me life is just like, okay, let's just give you more so you can keep doing you, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm just so glad that you are in the powerhouse that you are, but in a way that it's like, I'm ready to invite you in. You know, I I love this idea of like not choosing, but I attract that is actually something that I have written on my whiteboard. And that's like what I operate with now. And so I like to think that you inspired some of that. So just grateful to have you in my orbit. And and I know everybody listening is going to say the same thing and going to go follow you and all of your information is down in the show notes. So I'm so excited um, to share that out with the world. Um, But yeah, before I ask my last question, I would just love to know what is any last maybe words of advice you have for women that are, you know, at this point right now where they're listening to this conversation and they're like, I just want to operate in that way where I feel like I have a hundred percent confidence, like no insecurities, no fear. Like what is maybe some, I know you've given so much good advice already, but any last pieces of wisdom you want to share with them to just have them move in that direction more confidently? Yes. Oh, I'm going to get goosebumps. And I wish someone told this to me is that you matter. So whoever's listening, you matter. You are who you say you're going to be. And whoever's listening, you matter. 
like Mm -hmm. go create whatever it is that you want. And if you mess it up, go get a different paintbrush, go get a different color, go be whoever it is that you want to become in this world and practice practice makes progress. My niece told me the other day, I was like, practice makes perfect. And she's like seven years old. And she's like, Mimi, no, it's practice makes progress. I was like a seven-year-old taught me that. listening for what she said. And I was like, wow. So believing in yourself and believing that you can go and do it and creating, create, create, create. It doesn't matter. Create on top of crap and then realize the crap's there and get the crap out of the way. And then you have nothing, but if you're not going to go out and do anything, you could do whatever it is that you want. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. If it ain't fun for me, if it ain't fun, don't do it. (laughs) I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's going to the grocery store. I hate going to the grocery store, but I need to eat. So I go and create fun out of it. And I'm like, I'm going to go have fun today. I'm like, you know, I'm going to make some of this and some of that. And then by the end of it, I'm like, oh my God, I had a a great time. And I got a bottle of wine for on sale. So this is fun saving money, you know, (laughs) Yes. letting yourself give yourself grace give yourself grace. And it's not perfect is just an illusion. Like you said earlier, Jesse, that it's just an illusion. Mm-hmm. And if you just say that my shit is perfect, then your shit is perfect. So make some perfect shit people. Yes. And if you don't ever start it, you'll never see it and experience it. Oh, I love this so much. I wish I would have touched on this sooner, but I really quickly, am just like you, I, one thing I love about you is that you add joy into every single thing that you do. Like really quick I swear and then we'll we'll give each everybody their day back but how do you add joy into every moment is it just looking at it and saying oh how can I make this fun or is it just a wow I get to experience this just bringing yourself into that perspective or is it both it's a it's a big ball of all of that like what is joy to me like uh, being with my friends that are happy is joyful for me. Being able to make a difference with someone on a call is joyful for me. Like feeling into that, like what, like puppies make me so happy. So I went and got a puppy, you know, and I never owned a puppy before. And I wanted a puppy my whole life. And I never had a puppy and I'm 40 years old. And I finally got a puppy. I've always had dogs, you know, like they're two to five years old, but now I have a puppy and I'm like, Oh my God, I have a puppy and I love playing with other people's dogs and whatever, find the joys in life. If you're feeling sad, go find the fun in life. Like if you're having a bad day, call someone who's happy, count on your community, count on people around you, like build the, build your A team of people. If you're building a business, you cannot do this alone. You got to have a team and a tribe around you. And that is the coaching for anyone listening is to go build an A team if they're not on your uh, uh, level and they're not on your and they're not aligned with your vision cut them out with love (laughs) gotta go bye see you later sister see you later brother see you later whoever's on the on the team and just you can do whatever it is that you want but find the joy feel into it because if you're not feeling it you can't heal it and that is super important is if you can't feel it you can't heal it so if you're feeling joy then you're healing that part of yourself that is sad Mm. And most people forget about it. They just like, it feels sad. I'm like, well, why are you feeling sad? And get deeper and deeper into it. So yeah, yeah joy can look like anything to anyone. If you just feel it and, and it makes you happy and it makes you so much alive, go for it. I don't care what it is. Jumping out of a sky, bungee jumping, rock climbing, something fun, fishing, whatever. Find the joy in life. I love that. I'm so glad we went a little bit deeper into that because that right there is like the secret sauce to life. That's what I'm learning is like, that's when I create the best. That's when I attract the best things in is when I focus on what brings me happy. And that's, that takes priority because it's all about your energy. And I love that too. If people aren't supportive of your journey. And just so you know, too, if you're building a business, your team is not just like people that help you in your business. It's like your team is the people that support you on the way to, through the creation. So like your partner, your friends, your, your family, you know, your, your the, the people that you connect with, like that's all part of your energetic team. So it is really important to just make sure that, you know, who's around you is feeling like they're on your side. They want you to win. You know, they're mm-hmm. excited for you, all of those things. So thank you so much for going there. You're amazing. I wish we had, I had asked you that sooner, actually, because that is so good. Um, even like, 
everything we talked about is so good, but I love that so much. Um, so where can everybody connect with you? Where's the best place? I know your information's in the show notes, but um, what's your favorite place to connect with people? Um, Instagram is at coach underscore Tammy, T-A-M-I. You can find me on Facebook. It's Tammy, T-A-M-I, last name Zachary, Z-A-K-R-I-E. Um, and you can DM me there and chit chat with me there. Look at my content, say what's up, tell me how you enjoyed this podcast and, um, yeah, reach out to me. I love saying hi to anybody and everybody. So I love just making freaking the day fun. I, I love my DMS. Like I got a few DMS coming through now. So I'm like, Oh, okay, great. I was busy today. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, your content is seriously binge worthy in the best way. Um, you will, I always leave your stories and stuff feeling like a powerhouse. I'm like, yes. Like, so it's so good. Um, so thank you so much for being on today. It was such a pleasure. You're, you're just such a light. Um, and I know everybody listening got so much value out of even just your energy alone, but on top of that, everything you shared, um, definitely going to re-listen to this myself a few times to just really <laughs> soak it in. Oh, awesome. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you. Thank you for joining the episode today. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to rate and review this podcast or share it out with anyone that you think could resonate with this message or could benefit from this topic and conversation. If you do, be sure to tag me so I can shout you out on my social media. You know, you tag me, I'll tag you. Let's be social. Remember, live empowered, have it all, and design the life you were made for. See you next episode.